You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Hype, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. So Stranger Things Day 2021 was last weekend, and Netflix shared a bunch of big Stranger Things news. We've got a ton to talk about, so if you're a fan of Stranger Things, you don't want to go anywhere, because uh, we got some big Season 4 updates. But first, Cody, we have to talk about this, because it's technically bigger than Stranger Things. It's uh, Squid Game. So Squid Game was just renewed for Season 2. What's your thoughts? I mean, I can't say that I'm surprised just because of how big Netflix has told us this is. I always have an issue with, like, trusting Netflix and their ratings just because, it's like, how much is the viewership, which I know they're working on being more transparent there, but it's like, I know sometimes it's been like, is it because someone watched, like, two minutes of a show, you count them as a viewer, and it's like, did they really or did they balance? And so, um, regardless of, this one was a huge hit for Netflix, so... We heard whispers that they won it, of course, once it started to blow up. Of course, the second season, that's what services do. It's like something takes off. Of course, you want to capitalize on it. But there seemed to be kind of like that hesitation almost from like the show's creator, it seemed like at first. And I feel like now that he's kind of said like, okay, they they must have sweetened the pot is like my thing. Like they must have given him enough incentive to be like, look, we want this season to happen. And so it's in the works. I'll be curious to see like how long it takes them to put this together because it's kind of like what we've talked with Tiger King about. Like, is it a matter of, was it a hit because of like when it dropped or will it be something that people are going to be like counting down the days until squid game season two? Yeah. I I didn't look to see how long it took them to film the first season. It's hard to find that information sometimes, especially with like the backdrop of like the pandemic and if, if they're, you know, all the testing that they're doing, if there were delays so it makes it a lot harder to say like, when they started, when they ended. The problem with the release date, expect to get anytime soon, is like, it sounds like that they weren't planning on making another season. And anytime that that happens, it's like, 
all bets are off. I know there's been like rumors and rumblings about like um, them adding like a writing team this time. So they'll have a writer's room. They'll be able to maybe work through some of the story and scripts a little bit quicker to get into production. But then just based on this show, I mean, it started with 400 people or 456 people. And then you had all the guards and stuff. So it's like, that's a major, major operation with casting. I don't know how much COVID still factors into that. Um, with it being a, the South Korean original, I don't know if they have the same like guidelines that they use in the United States. Uh, um, I would assume that they have something similar. So that you'd think that that would kind of slow things down too. And then, you know, no spoilers here, but like a lot of the cast <laughs> from the first season is obviously not going to be in season two unless they do some weird uh, time loop prequel type stuff. So then you've got to do casting for all the roles that you just started writing. Uh, it just is a big thing. So I think that anyone thinking it's coming next year, 2022 is um, probably mistaken. I would say 2023 at least at the earliest. It could even be 2024. I don't know how long this stuff takes in terms of uh, how many episodes or, you know, going in without the story right now. I don't know if anyone really knows how long it's going to take. All I know is that Netflix is really marketing this show. We've got Squid Game merch at the Netflix shop. I'm seeing so many, like, the Halloween costumes, obviously, were a huge thing with the Squid Game um, stuff. And then um, I just saw some Funko Pops. They've got all sorts of stuff going with the Christmas holiday season coming up. Yeah, can we pause for a minute and say, like, how disappointing it is that, like, this show, I get it that it's huge, but, like, how have other Netflix shows not gotten some of this merch already? Like, where are Lucifer figures? Where are <laughs> Outer Banks figures and merch? It's, like, it's kind of just, like, heartening. I'm, like, it's almost overflow to me. I'm, like, there's too much Squid Game. And I'm, like, where's the love for all these other popular Netflix shows? Like, why haven't we rushed any production on, like, some of these kind of merchandise lines? Because it's so weird. It's so hit and miss with Netflix merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is weird. I wonder if it's, like, licensing rights and all of that stuff. So Squid Game, I believe, was, like, an in-house Netflix production. Same with, like, Stranger Things. And that's maybe why it doesn't have the same, um, you know, Lucifer doesn't have the same merch opportunities. I don't know, though. It could be something else. But obviously, we know. I just mentioned Stranger Things. So I guess so should we jump in and talk about that? Yeah, we, we kind of anticipated it was going to be a huge day for Netflix. And I think it was even bigger than we honestly could have anticipated or dreamed it would be. Yeah, I mean, so just right off the bat, we didn't get the release date. We didn't see the full trailer um, that fans were looking forward to. But we got pretty much everything else, I think. That, like, I was just trying to think, like, what else could I have wanted out of this? And um, I don't know, nothing really. I think that it, aside from seeing season four now, I'm pretty much like, all right, let's just get to it. Uh, so we did get a new teaser, though. We'd speculated about that when they dropped the hint. I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday last week um, about the California and what that meant. And there had been rumors that the Byers family was moving to California with Eleven. Well, that was confirmed. We got to see all the first footage, um, some clips about that. So that was really interesting. Um, We got our first look at Eleven, Mike, Jonathan, Will, and Joyce, who had not been featured in any of the first three teaser trailers so far. Yeah, and I think the other big takeaway, too, was... They went very spring break heavy with this trailer and also confirmed like the year, like I believe it was 1986 that they teased. Um, And they also teased like the countdown there of like the days between with Mike and Eleven's like letter. So it's like obviously there's going to be some kind of minor time jump, which was another one of the big and many takeaways from this. But 
I think what they did so smartly with this one is it really gave us stuff without really giving us, if that makes any sense. Like, we got teasers, mm-hmm. but it's like, what does this mean? Like, we don't know the context for so many of the little, like, glimpses they shown between, like, the shootouts, like, random doll packages, like, being open. Like, there's so many mysteries, and it's like, they did another great job of really, like, giving fans something to talk about without, like, revealing the full hand. And that's, like, what's been going on the whole time, right? Like, you, I think we've talked about it in the past. It's like, it takes such, like, a... Like, I don't know what the right word is, but, like, they have to be so careful not to spoil anything. Because it is only, um, you know, a few episodes. It's not, like, a huge, like, Riverdale 20-episode season. We're only getting a handful of episodes. And so you can't really give so much away without giving the whole first episode away, you know, in in just how they're teasing it. So it'll be really interesting to, like, when we go back and watch it, to remember these teasers and, like, look at, like, what they did give away. Because I felt like... um, like I have a narrative running in my head of like what I think that the the season's going to be about and how it's going to go down and I'm probably wrong. <laughs> but um no, it's it's fun to speculate. So I think that you mentioned it the big the 185 I think it was 185 days is what Eleven said in her letter to Mike, which puts like the if you're looking into it like maybe March or April 1986, so there was the three month time jump after the Fourth of July weekend stuff in season three, where the and then the buyers moved um, with Eleven, and so if that's the last time that they saw each other, that yeah, I think it's about April. So um, and then yeah, we got the big like spring break heavy teasers, um, but yeah, so we'll I, I we'll get into when we're gonna expect the season in a second. But uh, what about the next trailer? What are you thinking? Any ideas? Yeah, so I think. I feel like this completes, if we really, because there's been that long-standing thing that they were going to do four teasers, and so this would be number four, so that makes me think, okay, we've got through the teasers, we've got to be getting close to the official trailer, um, and there seems to be, like, rumors on Twitter and just social media in general that maybe they're going to drop the first, like, official trailer around the holidays, possibly we could even be looking like, at the Super Bowl, of course, that's a big time when studios love to drop trailers for things, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like we're still a little bit away now, like, especially like they went through so much on Stranger Things. They like they've got to put space, which they have done with the other trailers. I mean the teasers, uh, but I feel like the fact that we've hit four teasers, we have to be the next step would be the trailer, putting it all together, all of these little pieces they've been teasing, and seeing. I think that's going to be the exciting thing is just like seeing how it comes together because each one of these teasers has felt like so unique and like set in its own kind of like bubble almost. And so I'm curious to see how things come together when they drop that trailer. Yeah, that's what I'm interested too. So I think we have to note that they announced the season three release date on New Year's Eve at like midnight Eastern time, which thanks Netflix. We all wanted to work at that day. Um, I still remember. Uh, but no, so I think something could happen with that. We've seen a Super Bowl teaser trailer thing. I think that that was after season one though. It's expensive to run stuff during the Super Bowl. And as we've seen with Stranger Things Day, Netflix doesn't really need to spend that money or spend the money to get that reach. It's just like a YouTube video, a couple caption tweets, and boom, it's just everywhere. So I, I'm less thinking like I mean I, I think we definitely could see something during the Super Bowl. It makes sense. It's the big one of the biggest Netflix shows, the biggest like TV event for advertising I think um, in the United States. So it makes a lot of sense to do it that way. I'm wondering if we'll get something at Christmas, though. That's, like, what I circled a while back and was like, 
hmm, this could be interesting to see because it's about, you know, I think that you mentioned in one of our other episodes that it was like a couple months from the second teaser to the third teaser. It was only about a month between the third and fourth teaser. So if they want to keep doing something every month, they've got to give the fans something. And that's a good way, I feel like, around the holidays, um, a little Christmas present of sorts uh, to hold them over until the actual release date. I think that we could get the release date before the end of the year. Are you kind of thinking that in the next teaser or the next trailer? Sorry. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely something. And the other thing, too, with Christmas is we've kind of talked about that before of how we haven't gotten our Christmas Day release yet. So it's like maybe that's why there isn't a Christmas Day, you know, releases that are going to drop something Stranger Things for later. And they're like, that'll get us through. Like, everyone will be talking about this. Yeah. And they can just watch all of the shows we've dropped in the weeks leading up to, you know, Christmas there. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that that's definitely in in the cards. I, and there's been so much talk, too, about a Christmas like, do you remember there was, like, after the last season, there was, like, oh, is the next season going to be a Christmas season? Um, they were, like, looking at, like, set pictures, be like, oh, there was a Christmas tree in the background of this video that they shot, or, like, a, like a tour of the studio, that kind of stuff. Uh, it would be fun if they gave the fans something for Christmas. Um, I guess, so we talked about some of the, the bigger takeaways in the tra- in the teaser, but the biggest thing came when they announced the episode titles a couple hours <laughs> i was gonna say days it was literally like four hours later um season four is confirmed for a summer 2022 release which is not what we were expecting yeah i feel like that was almost like what a roller coaster ride for everyone <laughs> it was like they dropped that trailer or the teaser at the beginning of the day and it's so spring break heavy like it's they, there's no denying that that was very spring break heavy and of course everyone's mind goes to okay we've been looking at maybe spring they're doing a spring break heavy trailer teaser thing it has to be spring right and then it's like a couple hours later we get the episode reveals and we get all the titles and then at the end they just slap on the summer 2022 and we're like this does not match up with what we just like thought we were getting into so it was what a roller coaster ride i'm like it still doesn't make sense to me to go that heavy into spring break and then not do a spring season Yeah, it's weird. I feel like maybe it's the, um, you know, I don't know. I'm always like a little bit more lenient thinking like, oh, maybe they just need this time for post-production. And maybe that's what they do. We've heard so many times this is bigger than ever. But it's like they've also had a lot of time to put a lot of this stuff together. Maybe they couldn't start get started on some of the imagery and coloring and all of that, obviously, until after they finished filming in September. So you know, a March release date is only six months from September-ish, so that would be tough. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe they need really need 10 months. I'm thinking more it's just like a choice, that it's like we know that we can win the summer <laughs> with Stranger Things Season 4, so we're going to do it. It's like a power move a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know that to be true. The other part... um that's weird is like we all know that Stranger Things as the show that like they release it around the time that it's set and so everyone when they heard Eleven say spring break is going to be the best ever or whatever they take like the thing down and like one day it'll spring break off of the poster or whatever and then (laughs) four hours later we learned it's coming in the summer it's just like double double twist of the knife because if it was any other show and they said spring break you'd be like okay that could literally be any time of year but with Stranger Things it's so um like that's what that's just what they do like fourth of july in 1985 released the season july 4th 
gosh, what year was it? 2019? Yeah, I think that was right. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, and I do, what's interesting with Netflix is they, with the, like, whenever you give us a season, it can be so broad by each studio. Um, and it's like, what does summer constitute? Because I was looking, like, my immediate thought was like, okay, summer, what could this mean? And what I found interesting is when they released the summer movie slate for this year, it technically kicked off with the Mitchells versus the Machines. Like, that was one of the movies they teased in their summer slate. That debuted on April 30th. <laughs> so, to me, that summer seems to be a looser term for Netflix with that. Um, so, it almost makes me wonder, like, April 29th, 2022 is a Friday. Could they drop it that last Friday of April technically consider it summer but then i'd view that as a spring release date yeah that's really interesting because i've seen i i I didn't know about the mitchells versus the machines but i know that the the term summer is very like applied very loosely like summer really in terms of tv and movies often seems like it's end of april beginning of may all the way through like end of september and like as soon as people start talking about halloween is like when i i think summer really is like based on what we've seen in the past. And I think, isn't it Marvel? Don't they always, like, they occupy those, like, the end of April, um, beginning of May is always, like, when they drop, like, I think it it must have been, like, Avengers Endgame. It's gone a little crazy because of the um, pandemic and everything. But I think that, like, Infinity War and Endgame both came around, like, my birthday's around then. And I remember, um, like, both of those being out around my birthday. So I think that there's... Like, that is when technically summer starts in terms of, like, movies. Yeah, and it is. It's, like, always so loose because every studio interprets it different. And so it's, like, could this be... I I just can't see Netflix. Like like you said, it's Netflix world. We're all kind of, like, living in it. Like, with Stranger Things, this is their biggest hit. Like, I don't care what Squid Game's numbers say. Like, Stranger Things is Netflix. Like, that's... When you think of Netflix... I can't think of, like, that many people who think of another show first before Stranger Things. That was just kind of, like, the one that really cemented their legacy as, like, we're a contender in, you know, broadcast and television, whatever you want to count, like, the larger scale picture. And it's just been one of their most successful ones throughout the year. Um, And I just feel like that's why the fan anticipation is so high, just because, like, they've had to wait, like, so many years now between when the season's dropped. And I know there's all the jokes about, like, the cast age and all that different stuff. And I just feel like I know I have a sneaking suspicion. Maybe they'll give it to us late April or May. Like I don't see them holding this for like June, July, August of 2022. This has to be in that early window. Yeah. So I think hopefully that that's what that means. I mean, we'll we'll change our expectations if we hear differently. But yeah. So late April, early May, somewhere in there. Maybe before Memorial Day with like the Emmys and all of that stuff. We'll get into that later. We have a lot of time to talk about it. But in that same, um, so in that teaser that announced the coming in summer 2022, um, we, like we mentioned, we, we learned the season four episode titles. Um, and I think, so I'm just going to read them off and then we can go back and talk about some of the ones that are interesting. Um, but the first episode is the Hellfire Club. And we learned that, I think it was Stranger Things Day 2019 or 2020, no, 2020. Um, second episode is Vecna's Curse. Third episode is The Monster and the Superhero. Episode four, and I feel like this is going to be a big one, it's uh, called Dear Billy. Uh, Episode five is The Nina Project. Uh, Episode six is The Dive. Episode seven is The Massacre at Hawkins Lab. 
Episode 8, the penultimate episode of the season, is Papa. And Episode 9 is the piggyback. So, I guess I should have mentioned there's nine episodes this season, which is great. It's one more than we were expecting. Um, We had learned a while back that there was a chance that we'd see nine episodes, but that's confirmed now. Um, I guess just any of them, do they stand out to you? Any episode titles? Yeah, I think the one that's got everybody talking already is Dear Billy. Um, I feel like the minute these episode titles drop, like everywhere, people were just like asking, is Billy coming back? What does this mean? Like, is it going to be a Max centric episode? Is it going to be like a flashback? And there's so much of a mystery behind that because it's Stranger Things and they keep things under tight lock and keep. And so I'll be curious to see like what that one is. It's right around the middle of the season mark too. So I feel like that's always like an interesting time of the season. Like, of course, at the end, you expect things are coming to a head those first episodes kind of lay the groundwork. And so it's really that middle stretch where you start to get like some of the meteor parts of the season. And I'm like, what could that mean? I'm very curious, like if he's coming back or if it's more just going to be kind of like a nod to the character, or maybe something connected to, um, you know, of course how his demise came about, but I think fans definitely want to see the character and the actor back. So it'll be interesting to see if Netflix pulls that off. Yeah, that's that's the first one that stood out to me, too. Um, and I think that it could have some Max um, storylines. Like, we haven't really seen since season two. I guess in, in season three, we didn't see a lot of, like, Max as, like, the uh, focal point. Like, a lot of her arc that season was about her relationship with Lucas and then her relationship with Eleven and, like, kind of coming together and being kind of best friends. Um, but then at the end of the season, obviously, we see Eleven move. Max is kind of I think there's the one scene where she's just kind of sitting in her room and she looks sad and it's like everyone else kind of moves on um, from what happened in their own way. And like we haven't really seen that from her. So I'm excited to see what if if that's really what it's about, if that could be um, like maybe she's in therapy, maybe she needs someone to talk to. It's got to be such a burden not being able to tell, you know, your family anyone other than these like seven people that actually know what happened, you know, to Billy. So um, I was going to say the two others that stand out to me. So the, the interesting part, I guess the season starts with the Hellfire Club and then Vecna's curse, which Vecna is like a and I want to say villain. I don't know. I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. I just looked this up on the internet. Um, but there, we learned a while back. They, I can't remember which cast member had mentioned that like Dungeons and Dragons would have like a bigger part of this story moving forward. And so I'm interested and if the season kicks off that way, like how what it means for the end, like the rest of the show or the rest of the season, excuse me. Um, but the the Vecna's curse thing. So I looked it up and basically uh, it's about like an artifact. I think there was an eye and like a hand that gives like the wielder of it like power, but then also slowly, slowly turns them evil, which I thought that's perfect for this show. Like, you know, like someone becoming evil is like. <laughs> Stranger Things 101, like, so that'll be interesting. And then the other one, um, the massacre at Hawkins Lab, I was like, what is this? Is this like a a reference to season two, you know, when all of the Demogorgon dog things came out of the upside down and killed everyone at the lab? Or did something else happen at the lab that we're going to get maybe a flashback to? Or like, is this a new event? Is like the Hawkins Lab back up and running and we're going to see it all? like like go down there i know that like there's been lots of set pictures leaked and stuff of like military stuff so who knows those are my those are my things (laughs) 
Yeah, and I hadn't really thought about it, too. With episode two and the curse kind of episode title there, if that is, like, something with, like, the evil thing, that could tie back into the Dear Billy episode two episodes later because, of mm-hmm. course, we saw Billy, you know, had that, got infected with whatever, like, the <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to, like, describe it and, like, turn evil, but he was, like, still in there and all that. So it's, like, it almost makes you wonder, like, if that is something they're going to explore in episode two and then if the Dear Billy episode might be like them looking for a solution of some kind and how that might connect. I also noticed just like looking, looking up like the Nina project to see if there's anything about this, that like there is like a Nina organization, which is about nature research. Mm. Um, and it's a Norwegian Institute. So I'm like, Hmm, could this, what could this be like nodding to, especially since it comes right before the dive, which is like, we've seen a clip of Steve, you know, swimming and all that. So it's like, is there going to be something nature related? Um, I just feel like it's always like you could go down an endless rabbit hole with episode titles, especially yeah. with Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Um, but I think that the definitely like the Dungeon and Dragon nods in those early episode titles. Um, hint that you know maybe we're returning back to those roots that started it all too, and like we'll be exciting to see how do they do this story? You know, now four seasons in, and what does it mean? Yeah, I agree. I think the other one two that's kind of interesting is obviously Papa, which was the name of that Eleven uh, used for Dr. Brenner. And I think it's been confirmed that Dr. Brenner is returning. We saw that in the second teaser for Stranger Things uh, season four. So, um, or was that the third teaser? I can't remember. But anyway, he's coming back. And so maybe not until the end of the season. Uh, he probably maybe won't be around as early as uh, we think or were thought that he would be. But um, I guess any other thoughts? I mean, we're almost out of time. Yeah, I think the last thing, like my big takeaway with looking at the episode titles was knowing we have nine left uh, or nine episodes coming this season. We've heard a lot of hints about like this being like the biggest season. And so we know there's been another nine episode season. So it makes me wonder how long these episodes are going to be like are we going to get like longer episodes? And that's why they're calling it the biggest because it's not biggest now by season number, obviously. I mean, right. episode count because we know they've already done nine episode season. Um, so that'll be interesting to see as we like start to get more Easter eggs leading into the season. Yeah, to watch those episodes. Or, or I guess the, just the, the length, the run times. Watch the run times. We already know the length. So um, yeah, so we're out of time. Thanks everyone for listening and uh, we'll see you all next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 